Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Ramadan Reflections. Let us start with our verse for today. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. La khayra fi kathirin min najwahum illa man amara bi sadaqatin aw ma'roofin aw islahin baynannas. So that is a part of verse 114 of Surah An-Nisa. Verse 114 of Surah An-Nisa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that there is no good in most of their secret talks, most of their private meetings, most of their whisperings and intimate discourses with one another, except in him who commands charity. So whatever you do, whatever you think is good, there's nothing good in that except that you're commanding in charity. Amara bi sadaqa. You're commanding somebody to do a charity. Okay? You're either doing charity yourself or you're commanding somebody else to do charity. Enjoins good. O ma'roof. You do that which is decent and that which is good. That most people in the world, most decent people in the world would consider to be decent and upright. A matter of uh, common decency and chivalry. And of course, everything that is considered to be that is also considered to be decent in Islam generally, right? So, ma'roof, that which can be recognized as a good. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, accept the one who commands to those good things. And then, number three is, and who brings about reconciliation among mankind. Islahim bayna nas, who reforms the matters and the affairs of the people, who goes and helps to sort things out who goes and tries to reconcile the issues between people. You can, it's only worth you uh, going and reforming the matters between other people if you've reformed the matters between yourself and others. So that would be definitely included. So that is verse 114 of Surah An-Nisa. So let us do this. There are basically three pillars that are being uh, mentioned in here for a healthy social life. So I would say that this particular verse is to do with our social life. And how a good society is born, how a good society is nurtured, and how a good society endures. Which is through these three properties, through these three pillars. Charity, goodness in general, and reconciliation and peace. Subhanallah. Right? Can you just imagine, aren't our biggest issues today, because there's no charity, there's poverty going on. And there's no goodness, though, there's evil. And there is no peace, so that's why there's conflicts. Can you see how comprehensive this is in terms of its principles? So unless people demonstrate sympathy for others in the form of giving charity, I mean, at the end of the day, giving charity is sympathy, right? There is a sympathy aspect to it where you think about somebody else. And what you do in charity is that you're sacrificing self-interests. Because charity is where, it, where you're giving something and you don't necessarily expect anything in return from your fellow human being. You may expect return from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is sadaqah, that's fine. Even if it's zakat, even as an obligation that you have to take out 2.5% of your wealth, at the end of the day, you're giving it for the sake of Allah, you're decreasing your wealth. From a scientific perspective, that just seems like, hey, I'm giving money for nothing. Right? That's against the concept of investment, you know, worldly investment, capitalism. Right? That goes against all of those things. However, we believe in this for the sake of Allah, that Allah will give us back. It's an obligation for us. And we do this so that we can help others. Right? That's the purpose of it. That's what you call charity. 
And without that, if humans did not do that, you could not have good relationships. You could not have a balanced human society. The second one is that is an equally significant Quranic concept is that of enjoining good. You know, to do any good in the world, to assist others in doing good, to correct people and, uh, uh, and help them, assist them in doing good. Promoting something which is in, instinctively acceptable for all decent human beings. So it goes much beyond just telling somebody to pray salat and do the obligations. It's about all good things in the world. Encouraging people to pick up litter, even though that's an Islamic concept as well. But every good thing is an Islamic concept. So, for example, um, you see generally burglaries and robbers in different areas, you know, what the police will tell you is that they watch your house first. They kind of have an understanding that you might have something. There's a certain profile that they look for. They, they, they're not going to go into a home where they don't expect to get in. It's not worth their time. Likewise, shaitan is always after the pious and the noble people because there's something that he wants them from them you see they're, they're practicing so he wants them to stop practicing he wants them to do wrong those people who are already doing wrong then there's not much that he has to worry about with them so that's why um, this is a really interesting point there was a Sheikh Ilyas who mentioned this right that you generally see that the pious and noble people right who have righteousness and uh, a good standing in the community you'll see that there's quite a common sight sometimes that even people from there, that they have a lot of hostility, right? And one of the reasons that noble people have a lot of hypersensitivity about their honor and prestige, that's why they, uh, they feel they're very vulnerable to any small lapses, any small issues that may come up. That's why they get offended very quickly or insulted very quickly, right? And then they will nurse a grudge, for no, you know, for, 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 for on small, small issues, for trivial reasons. And it just creates a big issue. People who are sensitive need to be very careful about this, right? Need to be very cautious about this. So this verse is saying that charity, goodness, and good relationships are needed by everybody at all the time, you know, for this world to be prosperous. Without charity, mutual love, is all going to be dried up. Is you got no love for others, that's why you won't give in charity. Now remember though, that charity is not just about giving money. That's not what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. Sadaqah is not just about giving money. That's a big aspect of it. That's why most people think Sadaqah is just giving money. But no, there are numerous hadiths to explain that for us. There's verses in the Quran that explain it's not about that. Talking gently to somebody, right, is a charity. Sharing their joy and sorrows. You know, being with them when they saw, like, you've got a neighbor, you've got a friend, you've got somebody, anybody in the community. And you know that somebody of theirs has died, or they've had some kind of shortcoming. Then going there and just basically holding their hand, you know, giving them a, an embrace, embrace uh, giving them good words, that is a charity as well. And I think we need to do this more. Generally what we've seen in, you know, because I've just recently moved uh, to another community and, you know, when you've lived in your own community, you don't understand this because it's just normal for you. You go to a new community and mashallah, what I recognize is that the new community, uh, one of the, uh, there's several masjids around me, one of the masjids, subhanallah, you know, they, the, the people kind of really try to welcome you. And I think people need to do this in different communities. 
if you're if you're in a community where you've got many relatives living around you and many friends because you know you've been there forever so generally when you come out of the masjid for example uh, you're going to meet those people that you know you, you will generally ignore people you don't know because you've got so many people that you do know that you don't have time for people you don't know literally and this is something that's just occurred to me that we need to actually make an effort like the men every friday and the women you know whenever they have gatherings that try to meet at least one person a week right that you don't know just introduce yourself just ask who they are just see if they you know if they need anything or whatever the case just building that kind of relationship and i'm not saying you need to get really really involved because you know you have to be careful about getting really involved with everybody because that gets complicated now i'm not saying you you know you you can avoid that but you can still at least you know help to foster a more friendlier community and not just be talking to those people and making salam to those people and saying how you are how they are to people who you just know right that's the sign of the day of judgment that you only make salam to people that you, you know that you do know and you don't know uh, you those you don't know you won't make salam to them so make this an effort to try to say salam say hi to somebody else right and inshallah that will really really help because uh, that's our human community that we need to be with. So that's why charity doesn't always have to be, you know, it's sharing somebody's sorrow as well. Giving a helping hand to somebody, right? Even helping them, you know, do whatever it is, you know, uh, pick up their shopping, right? Your neighbor, pick up their shopping, uh, bring something in, you know, moving something that's heavy from, from the roadside, clearing road obstacles. All is part of the spirit of charity, right? Uh, the Quran em employs the, uh, this very comprehensive term here, sadaqa, right, which com comes from the concept of sidq and truthfulness. So anybody who's truthful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, anybody who's got sincerity towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is going to be a lot more compassionate in that regard. Some people by nature, they're more compassionate. Some people by nature, they're much more giving. They find this more easily, to do this much more easily. Whereas people who are more self-centered, they find this more difficult to do. They have to learn to do it. But we're doing it not because it's a, somebody's nature. Right? They can be praised for that. But we need to do it because it's Allah's command. And that's, it fosters a good human society, a good human community and good relationship. And that's very good for us. So what is really imp important here, right, through this verse as we understand, is a feeling of the, the important aspect here is that it's not just a physical giving that is then followed up by harm, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually condemns. Uh, uh, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will let uh, the, those who uh, follow their sadaqa up with man wal other, right? That's wrong. What really is required when you give something to somebody is the feeling of sympathy, of goodwill, sincerity helpfulness there's a genuine focus on helping somebody right without such noble feelings no healthy social life is going to be possible it won't be a healthy social life people will be just you know doing their own things the second point here is about uh, bringing about reconciliation you know the, the the other point mentioned here is about reconciliation among people right uh, cordial relationships are the keys to happiness, right? And today, both of these uh, values, charity, uh, alhamdulillah, people still do charity, but peace and reconciliation, 
harmony and friendliness that is being neglected in a, neglected in a major way. You've got you know, both at Muslim country levels, non-Muslim country levels, uh, among individuals, families, internal families, you know, between nuclear families and so on. Div divisive forces are just basically dominant everywhere. And this is sad. I, I hate to paint a bad picture, but it's just, it's just too much. You know, husband, wives, you know, spouses. But equally important in this is sincere intention. Anybody who seeks Allah's pleasure in any of this, they're going to be rewarded. A good deed can be performed. Remember when it says ma'roof, a good deed can be performed for purely selfish or political motives, some ulterior motive. It could be uh, what they call like a bribe or something. And one may have a material interest in doing something good. But what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying is that he declares that he will reward lavishly only those who intend to win his pleasure. right? So seeking Allah's pleasure and sincerity, we need to develop that in our heart, slowly, slowly. If we don't feel that, we need to develop that in our heart, slowly, slowly. Which mean, And the way to do that is to think of these verses and then let them drive us to do something. right? Let them drive us to do something. And then what you will see eventually is that every time you do that thing, you will remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you're doing this for the sake of Allah. Then after that, you focus on the other person of that, oh, he is going to say thanks to me. He's going to give me something. He is going to help me out. He's going to, that will inshallah start diminishing. If that's a big mountain in front of that, that's all we think about all the time. Then slowly, slowly, we need to think of these verses. That it's Allah's pleasure that I want. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is greater than anything else. And that's why it's better that we do it for Him, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then of course, uh, it's a double benefit. Because then you get reward from Allah. And we're still helping somebody at the end of the day. So whatever comes from that, whatever we earn from that, we're going to get from that person anyway. It makes no difference. Actually, it doesn't diminish in any way. When you do something for Allah rather than from a, for another perspective, because the act is the same. The physical activity that you're going to do of maybe assisting somebody, saying a good word to somebody, um, helping them out, moving something from them, uh, running an errand from them, that work is going to stay the same. That doesn't change at all. But now we're just doing it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so we're getting a huge benefit uh, for what we're doing this, you know, for the reason for which we're doing. And then the person is going to be happy with us as well. But we're not focusing on that. And in that case, the benefit is, is that sometimes if things go wrong and they don't appreciate it, right? Because some people are ungrateful. You'll do something for them and they won't appreciate it. They won't even acknowledge it. That's fine. I've done it for Allah and I've got it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make that easy for us. May Allah make that easy for us so that we can become more selfless beings, right? More selfless beings. Uh, with sincerity for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so again the verse is talking about the pillars the three pillars of a very healthy social life be it Muslim or non-Muslim which is that uh, you command for charity enjoying good and bring about reconciliation about mankind you can see how much of a uh, how, how much of a focus there is on the other in this case Jazakallah khair may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, bless us all during this month especially and after this month as well. Allow us to uh, help prosper uh, in terms of 
uh, our societies help our societies prosper in terms of all of these things and allow us to resolve any conflicts that we may have allow us to enjoy the good and also allow us to be charitable in the broader sense of it in an absolute sense of it uh, please uh, make a dua for us allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all and uh, inshallah we will see you again i just want to mention at the end here that uh, mashallah we do these ramadan reflections don't leave your studies and your uh, listening to good things just purely for the month of Ramadan and move beyond just lectures to some serious learning, right? To learn your basic fiqh and hadith and tafsir and seerah and aqidah and so on. That's why we have rayaninstitute.com. Please go there and, and sign up uh, for the many courses down there at your own, at your own pace, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khair for listening. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, bless you. And if you're finding this useful, you know, um, uh, as they say, do that like button and subscribe button and forward it on to others. Jazakallah khair and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.